it for like 90 cents in the convenience store downstairs, or you can get like a case of them for like a case of 10 of them for like five bucks, which is a way oh, better wow. deal. Yeah, yeah. And it really is like, it, you know, you take, you drink them down in like two gulps. Because it's only like, I don't know how much a, a hundred milliliters is, but it's like maybe two or three ounces. Yeah, it seems small. And what I, what I remember, like, think about my milliliter knowledge. milliliters, two ounces. It's about three and a half ounces. So yeah, that's like, that's two sips, right? Yeah. So yeah, you just grab one of those, you twist it off, you drink it down, and it's like, all right, I'm good for a couple of hours. <laughs> And, and then you're like, oh, God, now I'm tired. Yeah, well, that's going to happen anyway. <laughs> I'm, I've gone from walking like one or two thousand steps a day to like 10 to 15,000. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but uh, but it's good. It's good for me. We uh, yesterday, Jesse and I walked all around. Uh, we met up with uh, her friend from MSU, G Young. And she took us to uh, she took us to uh, Gyeongbokgung Palace, which is kind of like the historical capital, like imperial. Pa- I don't know if it's technically imperial because I don't know if Korea was ever technically an empire. Sure, but you know it's it's you know the old governmental center from like the fourteen fifteen hundreds or whatever. Probably yeah, was it cool? That. And uh, forgot that she had done that before. It was one of the last things that oh, we God. did. It was one of the last things we did in 2016 before we left uh, living here. Okay. And uh, and she invited us down there and was convinced that we hadn't seen it before. And Jesse had to pull up pictures on her phone of us with her at the at the palace. And she was like, "I don't remember this." God, that's so funny. <laughs> It's like, I mean, we don't blame you. It was like six and a half years ago, but it was it was one of those things where we we were in like our last month here and we were like, let's see some of the things. You know, when you it's it's like when you live nearby anything and there's a tourist attraction nearby and you're like, well, we can see that anytime. And then all of a sudden it's time to leave and you still haven't seen it. And it's like, oh, geez. I like I put it off for too long because it was just right next door, and I told myself I could go whenever I wanted. But then I never and now did. you cannot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now we got to squeeze everything in. So we went in uh, in February of 2016, the month before we left, and uh, and she just didn't remember. So instead, we just walked down some side streets, and we were like, and she was like, "Well, all right, this is the house where I grew up, and this is my old neighborhood." And we were like, "That's really nice. That's cool." <laughs> That's fun. The the personal tour you weren't expecting. Yeah. It ended up being a nice day, but it was also it was also raining really hard most of the day. And we had this whole miscommunication where um we popped out of the subway station and there is a 7-Eleven or a possibly a a 7-Eleven or a 7-Eleven like convenience store. You know, you've been in Japan, you know how it is. There's like yeah. three or yeah. four different varieties of them. <laughs> yeah. Um and Everybody is piling out of the subway uh, out of the subway station to go in and buy an umbrella because it is raining and they've got just a bucket of umbrellas out for sale because they know. Right. When they're super cheap, like there's those really cheap plastic ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're still fairly well made. At least that's what they they, were in Japan. I'm guessing it's the same. Yeah, yeah. If you buy enough of them. (laughs) Which brings us to our story where there is a so. 
There is a whole thing in Korea where, like, if you try to give a reasonable amount of space in, like, people just cut in line here. Like, oh. just, just a lot. They will just squeeze right in front of you. If you're trying to stand, if you're trying to stand, like, in line and you are not crowding the person in front of you, everybody yeah. around you thinks that's an invitation. Oh, that's, that would drive me a little nutty. Yeah, it's like, so I, I'm standing back there waiting for my turn to get in and grab an umbrella and like eight people walk in front of me and grab one. What, what, did, what did Jessie add? She said, I swear it was more than that. <laughs> it's like the entire subway station cuts in front of me. So she just, <laughs> so I eventually get in and I grab two umbrellas and I turn to Ji Young and Ji Young's like, oh, Jessie already got, an, she already got umbrellas. So I put the I put the umbrellas back, back on the rack. I was like, I finally got there. I finally got two. I'm going up to the register. And it's like, oh, she, you know. It's done. Jessie cut in front of me. <laughs> she was one of the, the eight. She, hey, you know what? She's just making it comfortable for herself when you guys live there one day. That's right. <laughs> got to get, get used to it. Yeah. She's going to be the one to squeeze in. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to wait outside. <laughs> yeah. You're better with crowds than me. <laughs> So, so literally she squeezes in. I didn't even see her get in there. Yeah. She squeezes in, is already checked out before I even get my hands on the things. Ji Young is like, oh, she already, she already got them. And then I'm like, okay, well, I, you know, push past everyone to get over to the door. And she's like, here, we can share this one. And I'm like, you didn't get two? And I was like, no, we can just both squeeze under this one. I'm like, okay. And she opens it up. It is barely big enough for one person. Oh, no. So I just got wet. I just yeah. like, I tried to, I tried to stick, like, we tried to stick together under the umbrella. And it's like, well, at this point, it's actually kind of getting worse because I'm getting the runoff from the umbrella. Sure. Yeah. Which is actually like a more concentrated water flow onto my shoulders than if I was just walking in the rain. So I just walked in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't that bad it wasn't like a downpour but it was very just normal steady rain sure. so like you know my my shirt got wet and we walked around for you know maybe a half hour 45 minutes or so before ducking into a restaurant for some lunch and uh and i dried off and by the time we left it was it had basically stopped and it you know it started and stopped and started and stopped a little bit but it wasn't really heavy the rest of the day so it wasn't a big deal but it's just a funny story of how like i have to i'm waiting in line for like five minutes to get two umbrellas and jesse comes in and grabs one and is like this is good enough <laughs> and before i even realize what's happening it's just, it's a, it's a You're just, comedy of errors yeah 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 that's that's really good though <laughs> so that was yesterday and the nice thing about it raining all day yesterday is it beat down some of the smog, so now you can actually see more than, like, a half mile in the distance. Hey, how about that? Like, there's a whole there's a whole skyline of buildings on the other side of this river that I didn't remember was there until today. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's real bad here. And it's like the one knock on Korea is, like, the air quality here is terrible. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, the, that kind of sucks. We are across a we are across the bay from China, noted air quality uh, protectors. Yeah, yeah, and, yes. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, pollution floats. Now, 
every Korean you ask will blame China for their air quality problems. But studies have shown that more than half of the smog in this country is self-made. But But it's it's only like like 55 to 60 percent. So China is responsible for a good chunk of it. It's it's easier to do the, you know, the somebody else's problem. Yeah. Point the finger. (laughs) That's that's I feel like that's that's that human thing again. Absolutely. (laughs) So anyway, uh, welcome to the retro breakdown. That's my Korea. Well, most of my Korea adventures for the week. Um, since we for last, the week <laughs> for this since we last spoke i have moved twice that's what i was gonna say it seems like i think you have way more than a, a, a uncomfortable umbrella story since there's been a lot of movement in the last week yeah i mean we like the first time we moved to a hotel because jesse was doing her tourism conference and the hotel was really nice but it was just a really nice hotel it's a big room the you know, it's swanky looking. It's got a nice little desk. It's got a it's a it's a big, nice hotel room. It's not anything worth really talking about at length. Um, you know, it had a nice little it had a nice little tablet panel that controls all the lights and the temperature and everything. That was really that was really neat. But I mostly just sat in there and worked. So it was kind of mostly a boring week. And, and you stream some Infernax. And I streamed some Infernax. That's true. Um, I need to stream more Infernax, but I don't think a lot more. Uh, no, so you haven't seen what the code, or like when, how you name your file, what that yes. will do. Um, but it will make the next playthrough, I don't know if it'll make it, it'll make it shorter because you're doing the evil playthrough, but it will make the next playthrough different, and that's all I'll say. Okay. Yeah, I'm interested it's, in that. And then I assume, it's very cool. and you can feel free to like confirm or deny or abstain from saying anything but i assume that like many games once you've unlocked all of the standard endings there is probably some form of like true final boss ending so it's it's this will be weird but what happened the so remember how when you went to go try and give the necronomicon to the 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 very yeah and he was like normal, you're not ready yet you don't have yeah he's like demonology. your knowledge of yes um, so after this playthrough, you should have quote unquote enough demonology and so then, then I can reload that file. Yeah, but well, you can, you're going to want to reload the, the good save file. Just, right. I think it works right. better with that one. I don't remember for sure. That's um, what I'm But assuming. that's how come I said, don't delete the saves. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, when you said that, I assumed it was something along those lines. Yeah. Where it's I like, figured as much. Where it's like. You basically are on track for the good ending, but you have to get the rest of the you have to get the rest of the ending metadata in there before yes. before it'll let you have it. Yeah, and I, I'm thinking this playthrough too. Once you get to the point that you can go into the backers museum, yeah, uh, we can share with you some of the, the oh yeah, the, some of the codes, the codes to make the rest of the playthrough even just a little bit faster. Yeah, yeah, we can mess around and, with that. That'll be and fun. technically, there's accessibility options that you've never probably looked at, but there's one for like flying and another one for invincibility. So if you're like, I just want to get through this as fast as possible, oh, you can turn cool. that on. Yeah, yeah, they, they used to be hidden under the code section, but then they just moved them to the accessibility because like, well, wait, this shouldn't be yeah, like what if locked people or want to play, but don't want to die a million times in the same spot. Yeah, so you can just turn on invincibility and flying and... And it's cool that those are separate things, too, because invincibility protects you in, like, boss fights or from damage or whatever if you're having trouble with combat. And the flying is like, well, there's also death pits. Yep, 
Yeah. So, so you can do both if you want yeah. or one or the other. Yeah, that's super cool. I yeah, probably the, the, will not turn those on just because like I don't you I don't think you'll need to since you've <laughs> you've already gone through the game twice and you've yeah. completed the 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 that one super dungeon. But again, like this is one of those things where we have to we have to specify these settings are not for me and do not make the game more enjoyable for me personally, but it's yeah. still very good that they are in the game. Yeah, you should check out the 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 accessibility settings for God of War. The first time you boot it up, it even has you do the quick start, which would just take you to like to here's the start the game. Or you mm-hmm. can go through all the accessibility options in your first playthrough, and it'll even have like a setting to read text to you and stuff like that as nice. you're um, going through things. And the 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 options are are really nice. It's I great. will probably play one of those games at some point. They're cool. I, I think so. I think you would enjoy it as an quote unquote the the new ones the 2018 and then this one um mm-hmm. are open world in a sense but they're also very linear if you want them to be so you can you can just kind of you know beeline through the game and right. you don't have to um you don't have to do the extra stuff if you're like i don't feel like exploring so it's it's the games are both both of them are set up and nice in that way if, if all you care about is seeing the game you'll still get like 20 hours or whatever out of it yeah 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 um and then if you want to explore everything, it's like, you know, 40 or something or 50. Right. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're right. good. Yeah. I, I really like I really like the where God of War. It's it's funny because when the first God of War came out, I was like, I am not. I, it was it felt it felt too. It felt like it was just edgy and trying to be edgy. And that's always been a, a rub for me when I mm-hmm. see marketing and thinking about it. They're like, oh, look, you can you can have sex with these people. And it's so ultra uber violent. Yeah. And yeah I was like, yeah, yeah the yeah. game's fun to play but i didn't really care about it but then god of war 2 and 3 kind of hooked me because i was into the whole like man this is just i want to see where they take the murder spree that (laughs) that this dude is on um well and then what they've done with kratos as a character is really interesting because he's the same character but like he's the same character like i'm not saying he hasn't developed because i haven't played you know the rebooted stuff and i know they they've given him some development but like yeah huge it's 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 massive it's it's so awesome to see the character today after having played like all well not all of the previous but all of the main pre the all of the main ones but his general like his general sort of stern angry demeanor yeah is kind of the same as it's been but it's played completely differently now because yeah before, yeah or before it's he's we're glorifying him as ultra violent blood superhero <laughs> yeah i mean who it, loves to be violent like god of war 3's end sequence has an unlimited time of of just you know punching zeus in the face like yeah. you can just keep doing it forever and you'll just keep hearing the smashing sound like that is <laughs> that is who the character is like god of war 3 is just a four it's a very short game if you've never played god of war 3 but it's like four or five maybe six hours at the most of him just murdering everyone that's left yeah i like i played one and two and yeah. actually rather enjoyed them and then yeah, just they're, missed they're good everything games. after that yeah three is i love three but it's it's just that ultra shonen anime this dude's gonna you know it's basically if it's like the it's it's like the way too aggressive character in the show in anime got his own video game is what God of War three is. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it's absurd and over the top and in a lot of ways too much. But I I got a I had a 
that was just a lot of fun when I first yeah, played. And no, I, I played I, it again. I've heard nothing but positive things about about the games, and like I don't really have any. I don't have anything at all against them. Like the yeah. my not playing them is not out of like thinking they're not good. It's just like you have lots of stuff you want to play. It's a level of good that is there's no like mystique to it. I feel like I know more or less exactly what to expect. Mm-hmm. And so like I, I've something I've sort of discovered about myself, um, especially the more like Cuso Grande stuff and like old and the more stuff we've done on on this ch- on this podcast, like discovering old games that I don't really know very much about. Like yeah. I actually am more interested in playing a game if I feel like I don't know what to expect from it. And from God of War, I feel I like can see I that know for sure. almost exactly what to expect from it. And what I expect from I it think is you'd... just straight quality, which is actually yes, I think you would be. I, I think you would be impressed by the combat system in the new God of War. Mm. It's way more developed than um, what it was in 1 through 3, where it's more or less just just hit the button yeah yeah (laughs) the god of the the new god of war has a really cool and fairly intricate and deep combat system and lots of lots of buttons and skills to remember but it also you don't depending on what difficulty you play on you can take it at your leisure in a lot of ways sure Uh, so i think you would enjoy that but yes (laughs) there is i don't think anyone in their right mind can truly say anything negative about the last this god of war and then the last one like unless you just don't like action video games then obviously well sure i mean if it's a a genre mismatch if it's a genre mismatch then you know that is what it is yeah because all of the design everything's great like yeah there's complaints there's some issues like some storytelling that you're kind of like yeah 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 i get it whatever it is right but for the most part i don't have anything negative to to say about the, the the where God of War is going, or I mean, I mean where God I of War is with right the now. First one, anyone with even a cursory knowledge of Norse mythology hears the names of like two characters, and they're like, oh, "Okay, we're doing a Ragnarok." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God. I, see, I didn't know anything about Norse mythology, so it was fun. I mean, I know some of the like very very tiny amounts of like names, and that's about it. Yeah, the stuff that gets repurposed in Final Fantasy games. Yes, exactly. I was like, "Hey, I know that name." Yeah. <laughs> Odin and then Ragnarok slash attack. <laughs> yeah. And then we're only I don't know, I'm only like 30% of the way through Ragnarok right now, so I don't know where it will end up, but so far it's been fun. It's been a fun journey. Yeah. Yeah, like I I am I the thing that's probably the most interesting to me is the character development of of uh, Yeah, the story is my favorite part of the games. Of I'll Kratos. be honest. And specific, and it, that's hilarious because the story was basically window dressing in like the early like PS2, PS3 games. Yeah, the, the it, story was mostly just to see how extreme we can get the next scene to be. Like yeah, the story was, you know, that's that was it. The story is this threadbare <laughs> connective tissue that you would get in like a porn film. Yeah, where it's like it has to be there to get you from one place to the next, but it doesn't really matter. It's just to get you to the next scene. <laughs> yeah how how does kratos get get to be the dude that punches zeus in the face for real exactly <laughs> like how does he destroy the entire pantheon of <laughs> roman people gods? will like it better if he has a reason it doesn't right, matter it's gotta, if the reason is bad 
Well, and sometimes it's it does it gives you a little bit of like, yeah, I feel it. I feel for you yeah, yeah, for yeah. like it, it it helps. It's it was enough of a story where you're like, all right, I can I, I can get there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sort of behind this. This is Kratos, this is still your fault. But I understand why you're mad about it. I think there's the backstory of some of the games makes it out to be less his fault than we would have thought. Uh and because yeah, the first one kind of made it seem like, hey, he just wanted he got tricked by a god for power yeah. and then, you know, murdered his family. But you're still the one who walked it, who like kicked down the door and murdered everything without looking at it. <laughs> yeah. So I think they, they that's still a lot there. That Well, that's what's so fun about the the reboot or the 2018 one is the 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 changing of it. But it's still him. And he's like, yeah, that's that's the old me kind of stuff. But it's yeah. not also. And that's I think they do a really great job of creating yeah. the character yeah like even the 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 clip that you sent me of oh, yeah. like i do not need a snack yeah i love that so much <laughs> like it really paints it like the characterization there is so like i get it he is still the same like he's still the same person yeah he's he's very he's very angry he's humorless he's severe but but with a purpose now, as opposed to. <laughs> but now it's actually kind of like before it was played as making him like this ultra masculine superhero, and now he's just kind of sad. He, he's basically it's the evolution of Vegeta. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, where where all family he, all the time, still mad, right. <laughs> still got an inferiority complex. Can do you think it's okay to talk about spoilers from the 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 newish? dragon ball super movie i'm gonna say yes because i'm not gonna watch it and anyone anyone who wants to watch it can tune out for about two minutes starting now yeah you don't even need two minutes but the 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 one of the running jokes in the the new movie is they can't get a hold of goku and vegeta because they're training on you know the planet with Whis and uh oh um, sure yeah like it wouldn't be a Dragon Ball story without, like, those people who solve the problem are unreachable because training. Yeah. Well, they, they had to give Gohan the new ultra mega super giant transformation and Piccolo gets to also have a mega ultra Neanderthal looking <laughs> transformation. What? It's Yeah. Piccolo gets a new transformation. He gets his he gets his powers unlocked. His true potential again forever. I That's don't know. like the eighth time for Piccolo. Yeah, but now he's he's very strong for a little bit. Um, and Gohan looks to, long enough for a good fight scene until the other person powers up and is like, that wasn't my final form. And then we have to get back to the main protags. Well, yeah, because Gohan's new form is <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It is here. Hold on. Let me send you just an image of uh, if I can find one. I think it's this one. He, he doesn't look like the good guy. <laughs> Uh, here you go. <laughs> that is that is now Gohan's new form that he unlocked because his daughter can, was going like, to get in trouble. At a certain level of at a certain level of transformation, how can you even tell any of the Saiyans apart anymore? You cannot. That's I think that's what's funny about Super Saiyan Four is that Goku and Vegeta. Wait, don't they both go Super Saiyan Four? I don't actually I don't know. I've never know. seen all of GT. 
as much as I love Dragon Ball, I've never watched GT after the episode like 15. I got I get bored every time and stop. I heard everyone hates GT. <laughs> but but the new Gohan has got some real, you know, Rob Liefeld problems here where you're not really sure where the muscles are coming from anymore. Yep. But uh like look at that arm. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. It really oh. doesn't. Okay, that's time. <laughs> but, but hold on, hold on. So give me okay, give me wait, 20 did more you, seconds. Did you get to the rest of the No. The, okay. the, so the, the right, running joke seconds. is is that they, they they can't reach the two of them on, on on their on the mystery planet or the planet of the god whatever right where uh, and so they have to train they're training and they're not allowed to go charge up or change their transformation at the very end of it Vegeta uh, pushes Goku over because they're so passed out and dead and and he wins the fight and he's like I won I did it and Goku's like nice you did it and they're both just like passed out and that's like the joke at the end of it all where you know vegeta finally gets to 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 triumph over the sadness that he's been building up for you know 30 real world years <laughs> of not being able to overcome the, the fight it's just of like goku. a sparring session with no stakes but he's like yeah. i got one I got one, and Goku even's like, "Hey, you did." And he's got, he does that like dumb smile that you know that he's. I know. You know he's like exactly the smile. <laughs> yeah, where one of his eyes isn't fully open. <laughs> yeah, the tired smile, and he gives yeah. a thumbs up. Yeah, the, 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 that was like the end, like the mid credits scene. It was it was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. I it got me. It gave me a a nice smile because it's like, oh wow, they they gave it to him. They finally gave it to him in a in a zero stakes situation. <laughs> This doesn't matter. You know what that is? That's Rocky (laughs) 3. That's the ending of Rocky 3, where, like, Rocky and Apollo Creed go one and one, and Rocky one and two. Like, Creed wins in one, and then Rocky wins in two and wins the title. And then in three, Rocky loses the title, and Creed retires, and then he comes back to train Rocky to fight, like, an actual normal human where he uses like actual jabs and footwork (laughs) instead of like his face (laughs) and then at the very end of it it's like okay we're in a we're in a basement in a ring and there's nobody around and we're like all right we're gonna do a spar this is gonna be our tiebreaker (laughs) and then like and then at the very <clears throat> at the very end they they like both throw a punch and it's like okay who's gonna win oh it's credits oh it's credits yeah yeah basically <laughs> also boy like the more i see it and i haven't actually watched the movie rocky 3 in a long time but like you see mm-hmm. clips and people post stuff on on twitter which by the way this is during the in case you're listening to this later, this is during the time frame where Twitter is actively burning down. So, um, yeah, I don't even really know what's happening, but oh, would you like to talk about it? Because it's hilarious. I, I, the only thing I know is that they've made it so you can pay to have the blue check mark thing. Yes, like so you don't like so people can pretend to be people they shouldn't. They can okay. imitate. So, Elon Musk bought Twitter obviously didn't actually want to he want what he wanted to do was blow a bunch of smoke because he's active on twitter and he's like i'm rich i can buy twitter and i'll make so much money and make it better he's basically like a he didn't try to back out he's basically like an internet shit poster yeah who like like a real life shit poster (laughs) true also true um 
He's basically like a, a, a shit poster on Twitter who lays out his harebrained what like he's basically complaining about how Twitter works and is like, well, if I was running Twitter, I would make it so that this and this and this and they're all like completely harebrained ideas that aren't thought out at all. Right. But then he also has like a gazillion billion dollars. So he just actually bought Twitter so he could do those things. And now everything's burning down. <laughs> yeah, because I heard people were imitating him, but then getting their accounts banned. Correct. <laughs> so the first thing that he did is basically what what's not being said is that he had to buy Twitter for like $45 billion, which... Granted, he has a lot of billions of dollars, but $45 billion is a lot of money for a platform that doesn't really make very much money. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, so he is actively trying to recoup his costs by doing things like talking about making the entirety of Twitter a, a paywalled platform. Hey, Rock, go for it. use it at all without paying for it. That's not going to make him much money in the long run. <laughs> Um, he's talking about, uh, he laid off half of Twitter staff and then hours later tried to rehire a majority of them because he realized that he needed them to run the website. <laughs> Come on. That's, that, that, there's no exaggeration there. Literally 50% laid off in like the first week and then several of them were contacted hours later as like, okay, Actually, JK, we were just kidding. We actually really need you. <laughs> oh my god. Um, like I think I think Poland, some Eastern European country is running a dev build of Twitter because What? Because the active build is not actually working. Oh. <laughs> and yeah. part of the and part of the uh Efforts to recoup costs involve let's charge eight dollars for people to get uh, for people to get their accounts verified, but yeah, the not actually yeah. bother to verify that they are who they say they are. They'll just take money from whoever. <laughs> I didn't know that. So that's how you get things. No way. Like a. <laughs> Come on, come on. Official blue checkmark <laughs> Nintendo account posting a picture for several hours of Mario flipping a middle finger. <laughs> I did see something about um I I I think Kyle linked me a uh a Chiquita Chiquita banana thing yep. to say like they had like we've just overthrown the government, government of brazil, of brazil. yep <laughs> and then the, the other one was like we apologize to those who have been served or served a misleading message from a fake chiquita account yep we've not overthrown a government since 1954 <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is it was, oh god it is absolute chaos uh eli Lilly, the company that holds and um and immorally profits off of the patent for insulin yeah, had an yeah. insulin uh, had an insulin had a uh, a verified account say we have decided to make all insulin free, which tanked their stock price by about twenty percent. Hey, that's awesome! It is awesome. Fuck and they that had guy. to come out and be like, so "We apologize to anyone who was misled by a uh, by a a parody account impersonating us." 
but didn't actually address what it said because, you know, because they know. Because mm. mm. they know that the patent for insulin was sold for a dollar so that it could save lives and that people I, shouldn't I don't, be I, gouged I can't even, for it. The, the, the way that the medicine works yep. is it's actually... <sighs> so, yeah, all of this is happening. Um, a bunch of people have changed their name to verified Elon Musk. To the point where, like, Elon Musk himself is practically shadow banned on his own website. <laughs> um, recording artist Doja Cat, who I cannot name any of this person. I don't even actually know the gender of this person or any of their music. But I do know that they were, uh, they pulled one of the most incredible troll jobs I've ever seen. On I believe any they have platform. a. I believe Doja Cat has a song that's called "I'm a Bitch, I'm a Boss," and it's pretty great. It's okay. a nice, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice banger. If you want to, you know, you. rock out. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely believe you. Um, <laughs> what they, did they do though? Well, they had a, they had the blue check mark, and one of the things about the about Twitter Blue or the the paid verification thing is that you cannot change your name once you select it. Okay. Um, so you have to verify and then you have to like, you have to just verify as your name and then that's the name that you paid for. Right. And I think, sure. I mean, unless I guess maybe you can like, well, I don't I'm know. Not much, saying, I'm not saying, I don't saying... know much about it, but I think the idea is basically like you verify under this name and then you can't get verification and then change your name to something else to make it look like you're verified as oh, okay. what you registered as. Right? I'm surprised they wouldn't just have that be another pay thing. Well, it turns out no. um, Doja Cat tweeted at like tweeted at Elon Musk and their <laughs> verified name was Christmas. <laughs> and they were like, help at Elon Musk. I've made a terrible mistake. I don't want to be Christmas forever. I don't know what to do. Please help. <laughs> and Elon Musk replies because it is, in fact, a celebrity and is like. And seems to go in or have someone go in. I don't know. I don't know who was responsible for this, but like undoes the check mark, right? Yeah. And goes in and is like, that should be fixed now. You can you can change your name. <laughs> and then the next response down on the thread is Doja Cat as blue check mark Elon Musk, and they say thanks. <laughs> So the sequence of events is they come in, it's a it's a thread on Twitter where the first one is like checkmark Christmas and they're like help I I made a mistake I don't want to be Christmas forever please help and Elon Musk is like okay we fixed it you should be able to you should be able to reselect your name and then they change their name to Elon Musk and reply yeah. and say thanks yeah. Because it Elon would Musk is being bullied off of the website that he bought by his own function of having to pay for verification, leading to thousands of people verifying themselves as Elon Musk. <laughs> oh my god! And then god. he was like, "All right, if anyone, if anyone, uh, anyone who doesn't label their account as parody account and is impersonating someone will be banned." So everyone's just putting parody account on their on their profile and doing it anyway. I, 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 I was curious, so I 
looked up what their current name is. Their current name is Fart. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I, I yeah, it's it's a uh, I heard I also heard some people were like, yeah, I'm going to uh, who who was it? I think it was Ryan Reynolds said that they're going to maybe be on Tumblr instead of Twitter or something because mm-hmm. they don't like where Twitter is heading. I was like, yeah, it no, would be, it is it, actively burning down. It would be too much if Tumblr comes back as the like the social media platform again. Like I know it's still been around and it's still being used, but it's not that it's not as popular as it was, right? But no, it would be really yeah. great if Tumblr became the the new social media platform again. <laughs> what happened with Tumblr is they banned porn. And yes, then everyone yeah. left. Correct. Because <laughs> that's like what it was primarily used for. <laughs> I I would like I would love to tell you that it's more complicated than that, but it's not. It's yeah, yeah. Discord like, servers exist for for all of that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, you know what the you know what the the big uh, the big platform is for like original artist you know eighteen plus drawings is now. Uh, no, I don't. A Patreon. Oh, duh. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, now it's just like, well, I'm making this stuff, and I'll take commissions, and I'll do, you know, I'm going to make this stuff anyway because I want to, but if you want to support it and get access to it, then you can pay me, and I yeah. will I will send my custom porn to your inbox. <laughs> and everyone's like, yes, please. Yeah, is there a fetish you'd like to see? Excellent. That will, that will yeah, be some that, money. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, like... Not something that I particularly partake in, but, like, I'm really glad that artists, it like, not just 18 plus artists, but, like, any artist. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> I mean, a lot, like, let's be, let's be clear about it. Like, a lot of 18 plus artists are making, are making bank on Patreon from doing this, but. I feel like a lot of 18 general, plus content is making yes. bank on Patreon. <laughs> Artists in general have found a really good system for their content on Patreon. I'm really happy. Uh, artists, <laughs> content creators, like a lot of people who didn't really have a good platform to monetize their work. Have, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's have awesome. Found a nice home on Patreon. It's really cool that that's happening. Uh, so the I use the that um, uh, the OC Remix website to to the Rainwave.cc slash OC Remix oh, yeah, to yeah, listen yeah. to music. And they have a Patreon that they, they pretty much only let you donate a dollar. And it's like, right. this is just to keep the server running. So I give them a right. dollar each month. So it's really cool that that exists. It's something I can do. Yeah. Like that, it's just that like I use me... this all the time and I'd like to support and this is an easy way to do it. Yeah. And it's 12 bucks a year. So whatever. Yeah. Like that's course. that's it's I love that there's ways to support people in that way. It's like for for the OC Remix website, it's like, well, this costs as much as uh, this costs as much in a year as Spotify costs for a month. But this actually has music I like listening to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and I'm I'm I knock on what I suppose, uh, but I'm sort of grandfathered into some five dollar a month plan for Amazon Music. Um, oh, okay. So I pay for that, and then that's fairly like it's sixty dollars a year. But I listen to it whenever I exercise or we're driving or something. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Of course. And so I I, I enjoy that. But we, you know when it gets to ten dollars, twelve, fifteen dollars, or whatever the subscriptions are. And some of those places now, it's kind of like, eh, that's that's where it gets a little much. Five bucks? Five bucks, I'm, I can, uh, I can get yeah, behind. Yeah, I but just yeah. now saw Gold Piccolo, and I hate it. <laughs> oh, God, I was waiting for you to see Gold and Orange. Don't forget his arms are very, it looks like he's got sleeves on. <laughs> like, come on. It is a weird-ass Piccolo. 
I don't like that. <laughs> I don't He's very like strong, though, okay? They I don't know what to it. do. I Put muscles it. on him. Gold means strong. This is the but rule of Dragon Ball. He's not that strong. I think, no, 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 no. That was the rule of Dragon Ball. Look at Gohan. That is now the strongest. And think about Goku Ultra Instinct was very white as well. Like the white hair, I mean. Um, I mean, but, but like. Grandpa hair. <laughs> but gold is a stronger evolution. They've done it with yes. the Saiyans. They've done it with yes. Frieza. Now they've done it with Piccolo. It oh, true, true, true. The, it may not be the ultimate form. But yes, it is gold a is always good. Form. You're you're correct. Yeah, yeah. If once Piccolo gets like you know he'll get the blue form eventually. <laughs> oh God, they, they will do that, won't they? I mean, they have to at some they point, unless they just kill him. everyone along the, the same evolutionary path. Except for Krillin. Now he's just a joke character completely. Even to the point where every single character just makes fun of him constantly. He doesn't even have Goku anymore to have to be his friend. <laughs> like, Krillin's existence just kind of sucks now. I feel bad for the guy. It'd be nice if they let him somehow get some kind of evolution at some point. I, maybe it Dude, can't be an evolution. Is he still but... married to Android 18? Yeah. Then his existence does not suck. No, well, I mean, I'm not talking about his his his, his familial I know, his experience. As a fighter, sure, but like, I, I I just always liked Krillin as a character, so I was kind of I, I wish he could get his he could be in the he could do something cool at some point, maybe. Yeah, he could be in the fray. Yeah, you know, he's he's it's cool. It'd be nice if there's a strong human. I mean, if they're gonna be, give, let's be real. Since about the since about twenty percent of the way into Dragon Ball Z. Krillin's job was to be fodder for enemies. Oh, absolutely, but mad. but they they he at least like pretended that he was going to be a part of it, or he'd like you know be, he would he would join the fight. Be like oh, I don't want to do this, but now there he's was, like, no, I'm a police officer. <laughs> there was a point. There was a point where like we looked at the Destructo disc and we were like, well, I mean that just cuts, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, there was a point where that seemed like, a you know, if he can land it, that's basically a, a one-hit KO. Yeah, Krillin was relevant until he exploded for the second time. Right? Well, I'm like, saying, he like, was... there was, there no, was no, a serious, point where I mean someone it. just, like, blocked a Destructo disc, right? Yes. Yeah, it depends on, you know. Because <laughs> before that point, we hadn't seen that. It was just like, well, that's just an energy saw blade. Like, yeah, then you someone's get like, hit no, with psh. that, it just cuts. Like, that's a win. Like, it doesn't matter how much power is behind it it's a saw blade it like people can get cut from yeah. the, from the energy blade and then eventually they nerfed they had to nerf that by showing someone just like block it with their hand or and it's like okay well it doesn't matter now i guess yeah dragon ball has a lot of different ways that it handles like more power sometimes it's if you can fly through the person's energy beam then that then the energy beam just dissipates maybe your energy beam is stronger than the other ones occasionally someone will have an energy beam and it's doing something like a destructive disc, but then they get punched in the gut and then the energy also just <laughs> fades away or whatever. So, yeah, it was it was one of those moments where someone was just like, no, nah, I actually don't remember when the last time Krillin used a destructo disc like it was serious. Kind of, like, it was I don't remember a signature move for him at one point. And for a while it was like, well, strength wise, he's not relevant. But if he can get that to land. Like, that is kind of like the, it's sort of like the horn drill, like, <laughs> low percentage, but one hit KO move. Where it's like, well, you know, there's a level of discrepancy here, but if he can, if he can hit the home run shot. Yeah, or at least uselessly, you know, you he might, he might cut someone's tail off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but I don't eventually, know. I don't remember when it was, but someone eventually just like, just like grabbed it. Or just oh, yeah, like, I'm sure it's happened a couple different times. <laughs> I imagine, if, if, like, I haven't seen it, but I imagine at some point it just straight up landed on someone's midsection and just like didn't do anything. <laughs> and at that point, it's like, well, okay, I guess, I guess we've nerfed his last tool out of his toolbox. <laughs> So that's fun. That would that would be now, a fun. Now arc. his job is to launch a solar flare and leave. <laughs> still the best, still the best escape move. Apparently, <laughs> I feel like it gets it that gets used fairly often, considering how simple it is in a lot of ways. But it's not strong enough to blind someone for real, which I always thought was kind of. I feel like I, just a little more training would have helped that skill be better. I, I, <laughs> The more I think about it, the more I love that, like, half of the Z fighters that we grew up with have been reduced to, like, all right, you've got a flashbang in case of emergency. Yeah, they're, essentially they're essentially unarmed security guards. Don't throw it at the start of the fight, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, because and then Goku. Or, yeah, Goku and, and Vegeta are. They're, I mean, obviously they're useful, but they're also completely useless because <laughs> they're usually doing their own thing or they're mm -hmm. just waiting to charge up as best they can. And then then they'll do something. Yeah, you know, it's and then funny. It's One Punch Man actually actually kind of deals with this uh, this kind of style of shonen storytelling. Yeah. Like One Punch Man really is the best. In a really extreme kind of like parody kind of way. It, One Punch Man is my is probably my favorite storytelling of this style. It is the, it's just done so well. Well, because it knows exactly what it's doing. Like, yeah. Dragon Ball is like sort of the progenitor of this, where you have, yeah. like, there is an obvious 1v1 that you're waiting for, but you have to, like, build up the tension to it because it can't happen immediately. You have to have all the undercard fights first, right? Yeah, yeah. You have to have this one trying to buy time and this one who thinks they can do it and it's kind of a close fight. But they ultimately fall short. And this one who, you know, who's positive actually, they're going to do it, but they yeah. definitely won't. <laughs> and this one who, like, inadvertently makes things worse. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. And then eventually, like, you you build all of that up to like, OK, well, now the hero is here to solve the problem. And you're like, he's going to win. You're pretty sure eventually it's going to it's going to end up there. But all of the tension is about building up to that point. Well, and part of what makes One Punch Man so fun is that you, the person, gets to know all of, like, who he is, who Saitama is. But mm -hmm. nobody in the comic book, except for a few that have seen something or been privy to seeing something happen, they're kind of like, Whoa, what? Wait, yeah. how did, did this guy, what What happened? That must be something else. Like, it's most like people Genos don't even. It's King, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and, and uh, what's, oh, God. <laughs> what's the, the, the old dude? That Ben's the martial artist guy. I cannot oh, think of yeah, his name. Oh yeah, I I forgot. He, I know, he kind I know of knows. He like there's a few people that sort of think they know, but they're not sure. Like something's like they know there's more to him than yeah. than what everyone else does. But then everyone else is like, everyone you're you're like, an idiot. I, I sense a power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then then and then everyone besides that is just like, you are. Why are you here? You're gonna die. <laughs> and that sort of. That is so fun that that he doesn't even play into it. Like, I don't know. I, I just love the way that they write the character. Because obviously, if he wanted to, he could just be that person that makes a mess of it. But he's also happy being the or he's content. Maybe he's not happy, but he's content being the 
you know, the every guy that's just like, yeah, I just want some food. I'm just going to yeah, go make yeah. my cabbage soup. What is going on outside? That is some noise. I gonna, I guess I'll go punch it. Then I'm yeah, going yeah, back yeah. Well, he, like the whole thing is he's bored with it. Like he's. Yeah, he's just a hero for fun. <laughs> he is like nothing is a threat to him. So he has no tension. So he just kind of shows up and solves the problem and doesn't understand why anyone else is having trouble with it. <laughs> yeah. And it's sort of fun to, I, I, I think, like you're saying, since it has the, the, the benefit of Dragon Ball Z and all of the anime that have come prior to it in manga, mm-hmm. that it's, I, I love the way that they have all of their characters with their extreme stereotypes, but some of them are flipped. Like King is, is, a, is a great one where everyone thinks he's the most powerful being ever. But it's also because he just happened to be there in the aftermath of stuff that Saitama has done. Yeah. And he's like, ah, I'm so they scared. They had to I can't attribute move. it to someone. <laughs> right. So he's the number one hero for other reasons because he just always happens to be in the right place, sort of thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I, I love that. And then he's just a great fighting, like he's good at fighting video games. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't know. It's. Yeah, like if, One Punch Man takes the whole, like, we're all just waiting for Goku to get here. Yeah. And just. Pull like pulls all of the sliders to their very extremes. Yes, yeah, in, in in the right in the right amount too. Which I mean, I say pulling it to the extreme obviously is the extreme, but I mean somehow it still like you're reading a comic book where you're waiting for one person to walk in and you know flick the other guy across the room and that's the end of it. But you don't really care about that at all. You're right. you care about all of the other things that are going on, which is some creative writing and storytelling. When you yeah, it's incredible. when you think about it's that, like what if. Like, Dragon Ball is all about waiting for Goku to get there, and everyone else doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. Right? Whoever the star is of this particular movie or episode or, yeah. like, arc. Like, oh, okay, it's, we're waiting for Gohan to uh, defeat Cell or whatever it yeah, is, right? Yeah, like, yeah, there is one person. Like, I would say the Cell saga is interesting because you think you're just waiting for Goku to show up and solve the problem. And he's like, nah, my yes, 10-year-old yeah. son is going to do it. <laughs> I think he's 15, okay? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He's te- he's at least Team Gohan. That's what they the, that's the what they call him. The hyperbolic time chamber messes with things, so I don't know. <laughs> True. <laughs> but yeah, like that's the whole thing with Dragon Ball Z is you're waiting for the you're waiting for the main event, right? Mm-hmm. You're waiting for whoever is the the big villain to fight the big hero for your for your main event fight. And One Punch Man the the main event fight is going to be nothing but all yeah. of the tension is about the character development and all of these like undercard like little people fights just trying to them just trying their hardest to actually be a hero and do the things that are effortless for Saitama it would be like if Dragon Ball was all about like Yamcha just trying to get a win <laughs> or Krillin yeah. just like Krillin just like finding a way to be useful. It's one of the reasons why Moomin Rider is such an incredible character. God, I was gonna, I was just about to talk about Moomin Rider. <laughs> Moomin Rider has no powers. He's just riding his bike. Okay, he's got he's his got bicycle of nothing, justice. But like, he is the biggest hero. Justice because crash. he will throw himself at whatever. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, I really like Moomin Rider. He's the best. <laughs> you want to take a question? Yeah, please. Because we, I could talk about Moving Rider for a lot longer, but you know. <laughs> All right. Swoggle <laughs> sent us a question about two months ago, but it's just taken us this long to get to all of them. Almost exactly two uh, months ago. Know. It was it was it was September fourteenth. 
Well, that and doesn't. It says, that feels. Cue, yeah. Cue the music. No, go ahead. Um, scenario. Mm. You are. You have been elected as president of video games. Nice. What are your first three executive orders? Like of all video games. All video games. Just pick something that is a priority for you and decree it. I think number one. F- no more microtransactions in games that cost sixty or seventy dollars. Oh, oh yeah, that's good. I was, I was gonna say we need to uh, make sure every single person in the company is treated like a human being. Yes, <laughs> that's number one. I suppose you, you were thinking video game stuff, and I was thinking all of the shit that's industry happening. Stuff? Yeah. In I industry stuff. I mean, they're so that's not both industry things. True, true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because yeah. one of them is one of them is, you know, one of them is treating employees like prey, and the other one is treating consumers like prey. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Those 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 can be one and one, I think. Th- they're both the top priorities. <laughs> yes. Um hmm. three is a little more difficult. Cause there's like now we're on like the final genie wish, right? Right. And we've yeah. Sol- we've already solved a lot of problems. Yeah, I mean that solves a lot of problems because I don't, I don't have any pro- I don't have like a an issue with the way even 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 remakes and remasters. Like I don't care. That's cool. People get excited about playing an old game again. That's fun. Oh. Uh, oh, I ha- no, I have a good one. I have a good. Oh one. yeah. Hit me. Um, publishers and executives. Hmm are no longer allowed to dictate changes to the development team for monetization purposes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and, and I would I would I would like to have a caveat of somewhere in here where maybe the design team and the the creators get some sort of um royalties. For, like even if it's a fraction of a fraction of a percent so yeah. you know when their game sells extreme because one of I, I never really thought about it but remember when we were talking about diablo 2 and i was like well whatever i'm gonna play it even though i know there's all this crap happening because right, these people right, made right. the game and they, they're gonna be happy that people are playing it yes. and sometimes people say that and then they talk about how and and you know money is made and everything and they got to get paid too and it's like no no all these people have already been paid and half of them have probably already been fired so yes. That has nothing to do with it, but it'd be really cool if everyone that worked on their game got a small fraction of the the sales of it. And again, even if it was obviously they wouldn't be able to get that much. But right, even if it was a lot of people working on it, so like even if it was like point zero 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 one percent. Yeah, but if they got a paycheck in their bank account for the rest of their life for twenty bucks because they worked on yeah, you know every every year they get an extra thirty dollars because they they worked on Call of Duty twenty years ago. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not like talking about huge amounts here. A lot of <laughs> a lot of creative people in a lot of industries get those types of royalties, even if they're small. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. There was I don't I don't remember. So remember the thread of the Bayonetta um, voice acting, then yes. then it got kind of. That sounded like there was some misinformation there. There, there is some, yeah, there was some information floating around in all directions. The, um, the, but one of the what was originally reported by the voice actress was not the full story. Yeah, and then what was the full story sounded like that still would have been a bit of a raw deal, but it would have sounded better. So then maybe it wasn't as much. I don't have a clue. Like I didn't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying either way. But one of the things I thought interesting in the in the thread that I looked through was someone talking about how yeah, so I get paid. 
like, I don't remember who it was, but it was someone talking about being a fairly prominent voice actor and mm-hmm. saying how they don't get paid that much for their gigs that they do. And the most money they've ever made was royalties for some video game that I had never heard of before. And they're like, yeah, that's what I make the most money from, from the royalty checks of this, you know, unheard of video game. Yep. <laughs> like, so it'd be nice if the people that make our games that we love and care for get an actual percentage of the real money not the here you're getting paid 50 grand a year now spend the next three thousand hours right 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 uh, yeah i was thinking that too and i don't know how to like i don't know how to make that work in a way that like because it's reasonable the first thing that i was thinking of was essentially like developers and actual the people who make the games get paid more money sure and the publishers and the people in marketing departments and the and the dudes in suits make less money Mm -hmm. like that's what i want that would be like number one but that also kind of falls under like treat your employees like human beings in a way yeah yeah so yeah i mean i don't know why the you could make that a provision of of number one like the person at the top doesn't need to make ten thousand times more money than the correct the people literally making the video game like that's that's horseshit I, I know I, I can't. I've been I've been I've been using a lot of swears today, but it, it just bothers me when this kind Have of. Have you? I feel like it. I said I said a couple swears. I don't know. I feel like more it's than fine. normal. We, we, but it was all it was for prominent moments. For <laughs> so my God, there's been a few times teaching this semester where my language is a little too colorful, and I was like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I had to write it in, so I've been I've been trying to be more aware of it. <laughs> I see. I see. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still don't mark this. Uh, I don't mark this as a mature podcast, and I don't really think it's necessary to. But no, I mean um, the words would fit in a PG thirteen movie. Okay, we, we it, haven't even said the F word. Yes, you can get yeah. you can get one of those in a PG thirteen movie as long as it's said kind of flippantly or not in an angry way. <laughs> that's true. That's true. If it's for comedy, you can have a single F. Uh, the F word is allowed in a PG thirteen movie, right? Which is weird because, well, no, I'm not going to get into that. We all know. It's <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I talked about porn earlier, so I don't know where that fits in. I don't know. I mean, it's okay. that's it's it's weird because talking about porn and sexuality is isn't something that should be so taboo, but it sure the heck is in America. I know. I I will I will ring bells about that, but not right now. No. Yeah, we're we're talking about being president of video games here, and we have we're, it's very serious conversation. To be fair, what we're talking about is fairly serious. It is. It, it like like I think that a lot of people that are not us would take this question in a super super different direction than this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're just I'm, talking like we've talked about almost nothing that would actually change the gameplay experience. No, I'm I'm happy directly. where games are. I'm super happy where video games are. There is so much variety. Did did you know that like 95% of Americans think that there is a video game that will that they that they will get enjoyment from? Like this is one of the polls that they do where they um you know they 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 go over like 5 6000 people and then have them answer stuff for it, right? And one of the things was is there a video game made for you kind of an idea. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's something yeah. like 95 plus Americans that answered the poll think that yeah, there's a yeah. game for me. That's freaking cool. That yeah. is so cool. And the other 5% are wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, or, yeah, or they just, you know, they could have even just skipped over the question. Who knows? Yeah, sure. Right? Like, we don't have a clue. But yes, the other 5%, the other 5% are just the angry ones that are always talking about how everything was better in the past. That's true. The, the, I, I don't like, 
It's like the the two people there are the people who think that there's a video game that they will enjoy and the people who don't know what video games are. Because, <laughs> like, I, I say the same thing about most uh, about most media formats. It's like, you can't, as a blanket statement, say you don't enjoy these things. Give me, like, ten minutes in a room with you to talk about the type of stuff that you like to do. I will find the video <laughs> game that you like. My, you can't see if my eyebrows popped up when you said that. Then there was that like sort of pregnant pause from I'm like, where are we going with this? What are you doing to this person? What, after 10 room? minutes alone in a room with you? <laughs> yeah. No matter the topic, I will make you like it. <laughs> you yeah, will find something. Like, this is something no, I know, that I, I agree. always, uh, this is a, like, I, I get where you went with that. And that is funny. But seriously, <laughs> like, I've always thought, like, I've always been really proud of the fact that I can find of like i can get to know you for like a fairly short period of time and be like yeah right try this out i bet you'll like this yeah and i have I like agree. a 90 plus percent success rate with that yeah the same with the yeah, honestly yeah i don't know enough anime and almost all of my anime is either um you're gonna be crying or you're gonna be uh or some yelling you know random yelling with excitement at the screen yeah, you're 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 going to be crying because the the main character got cough, or and then obviously that means they're dead, um, or you're going to be crying because you're just so excited about what's happening. <laughs> Somebody watched your lie in April. <laughs> I'm just saying, if your main character in a slice of life anime has a benign cough, you you better yeah you, you better you eyebrows know. go straight up. Yeah. Now, if they're in the hospital with cancer, they're probably fine. That's true. It, um, that, that's true. If they're in the hospital with an incurable Ill illness, they're completely fine. If they yeah. look totally normal but have a mild cough, they're dead. Yeah, you, you're you better you better you gotta brace yourself for that. That's that's drama. <laughs> that's 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 slice, and it hits every time. It doesn't I matter. Mean, yeah, they make it. <laughs> Bless it's okay. It, they, that was they, a sneeze, not a cough. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um do you do you so, want to break the tension on this by talking about how thick robin is dude what the <laughs> hell <laughs> what i didn't realize this <laughs> right so you just sent me a uh a list of search results for uh robin <laughs> from pilot wing 64 involving just like this is just like her actual 3d character model Followed by two identical pictures, one on uh, one which is a render on Twitter, and one which is a clearly lower quality version on Fandom. <laughs> <laughs> then one over here, which is uh, there's one over here which is just from the box art. Yeah, and a couple of Deviant Arts, which are actually kind of cute. And then there's mm -hmm. this one on Twitter, which is just shirt open and she's wearing a jetpack because <laughs> i guess that's what everyone wants yeah so like I, I so when i booted up the game and it was going through the character maybe when i looked at the manual i don't know and i was like wait that character was on <laughs> nintendo 64 launch title like it didn't seem like the it didn't seem the nintendo character archetype <laughs> well the game was co-developed in america Oh, was it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. 
I didn't at first either, but it was. Uh, I forget oh, is, the exact. Oh yeah, Texas-based graphics company Paradigm Simulation. That Paradigm, that's right. Yes. Whoa, that's cool. So yeah, that I guess that probably explains it. And it is I mean, that's 90, part of it. So we got to get the, you know, like well, two. I mean, this does probably come out at that point, and they were like, "Oh man, people the character really like does their polygon boobs." <laughs> the character does fit in line with the design of like some of the One Piece women. Like it, it does. <laughs> one piece, one of the like character known for very normal character proportions. Exactly. That's why I was like, "What the hell is this character?" Yeah, no. Like I, I was, I literally was playing the game, and I was like, "Oh yeah, no, she looks aerodynamic." <laughs> oh yeah, that makes it even better. Like, especially, even, like, when she's on the hang glider, right? I didn't even think like, about okay, that. How? no, this doesn't even work. <laughs> Although I think the thing I noticed the most on the hang glider is that when they're on the... Everyone who's on the hang glider, their entire lower body is just, like... They're in, most of their body is just, like, a weird polygonal cylinder. Is that a... Th- I was... Okay, I don't know anything about hang gliding. But then I was like, oh, is that something that they do? Would they put their feet in that to make them more... Is there like I was th- I was thinking there might be some kind of like sleeve or something? Yeah, that like I don't like know. A, like a almost like a sleeping bag kind of thing. Cuz I feel like there was drag? a <laughs> Yeah, sleeping bag is a good way to you can tell we're very well versed in hang gliding because I, mean, I how many I feel people like, are well versed in hang gliding? Cuz when I saw that I thought to myself, "Oh, that's not a weird 64 thing." My first thought was, "I feel like I've seen an image where people are hang gliding in a sleeping bag." And I know it's not a sleeping bag, but that was where my mind went. And so but I At the same time when they go into land, they have to have their legs free because they they do the whole like running landing thing. Hey, I I got to Google it. Hold on. But I just want to point out that you have all of the models of all of the all the models of all six of the characters in Pilot Wings. In their hang glider suits, whatever they may be. Yeah. And Robin is the only character of the six who has clearly two different polygons <laughs> yeah. for upper body and lower body, just to accentuate. Just, and, and mind you, it's especially impressive on the 64, because the 64, as we talked about it when we talked about Banjo-Kazooie and a couple other things, it was not an easy game to design and program for. They're like, no, this needs to happen. Yeah. <laughs> we need to spend time on this polygon. Yeah, no, it's... it's <laughs> All ten of them. <laughs> it's necessary. <laughs> yeah, okay, so that is a that is a real thing. There's like a... Yeah, there's like a, it's real! There's like a, they're in a sleeping bag. I mean, I... I can only call it like a leg sleeve, but that sounds <laughs> dirty. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, it's, I don't know. If if hang gliding in real life is anything like pilot wings, I'm sure it's safe and fine. So it's 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 cool. Just put them in a sleeping bag. They can just rest up there for a bit. They'll just hit an air pocket, go up in the air again. It's no problem. I mean, this is a game where you can just fly through an industrial smokestack fire. Yeah. Well, you do catch on fire. Yeah. And you scream, and then you land, and you lose no points. I mean, this is a game where you're shooting these same six characters out of a cannon to, to hit a target. That's true. Which That's is true. awesome. Into a target or a, you know, stone wall. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah, let's not, uh, let's not sit here and pretend that there's any sort of 
reality <laughs> reflected here. The, the one thing I... call it a simulation, but it's video games. <laughs> I, I love that Lark is 100% Nestor. Oh, yeah. The, the, the Nintendo Power uh, yep. character. Mm-hmm. Like, without a doubt. That, that, that has to be Nestor. Did you? Okay, so I'm curious. How much of the game did you get a chance to play? So I played uh, the first three levels, like the first three of, e- like, whatever. What's the beginner tier, then tier one, two, and three or whatever, right? Okay. Like, so there's four rounds. And yeah. I did, obviously, the beginner and then class A and B and okay. got enough so I could go do, like, some cannonball, some skydiving, and some... Um, uh, uh, what's, jumble what's hopper, called? jumble hopper. I think. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. I was hoping you got to jumble hopper. Awesome. Oh, I hop some jumbles. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, that. Yes. Jumble hopper is the most unmitigated chaos I have played in a video game in a long time. Yeah, I when when I when you streamed it like a month ago, I watched you experience the the later versions of jumble hopping and that was that was just nuts you're just you're just leaping over everything hoping that you clear the gap sometimes and other times you just kind of plow right into the tree line and yeah like how did that's it how did you find the controls friend having having actually watched it and then actually done it yourself oh they're perfect they're flawless yeah no yeah I, i would i would no nothing it's every yep and you're just you're just frog hopping along. It's no problem at all. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> the timing is good. The, like there's a clear indication of which way you're going all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the oh man. And if you do happen to make a mistake, you're you're completely screwed. <laughs> like, like if you get thrown in the wrong direction, you're like oh god. There is like a three frame difference between making the perfect jump in the direction that you want and suddenly being in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good way of describing it. Yeah. It's like some pixel perfect jumping <laughs> needing to happen here. <laughs> Obviously, it's not that bad, but it's a. Yeah, it's a treat. It's, the it's thing a treat. is, though, like <laughs> as a as a sort of as a treat. Right? As a bonus. Yeah. As the last thing that you're doing in Pilot Wings after having, like, done all the other simulation stuff. Yeah. It is such ridiculous chaos that I actually would not enjoy it as much if it controlled better. I know. I think it's. It actually be boring. I think so, yeah. I, what, what's. So when I came into playing Pilot Wings. Uh, for for the podcast, my memory of Pilot Wing sixty four is not it's not very good. I played it a bit at Kyle's house, and that's it. Mm. And I didn't really care about it. I didn't yeah. really care for it then. I was kind of like, eh, whatever. It just it wasn't my style of game. Like you know, uh, I was pleasantly surprised to have fun playing the levels that I played through. Yeah, this time around, I had way more fun than I thought I was going to because I didn't remember caring about it. Considering that the core of the game is essentially, like, the core of the game is to control three vehicles, two of which are very similar. Yeah. The hang glider and the and the gyrocopter are both pretty much just slide forward. It's just one of them you have control over your, you have more control over your verticality. Yeah. 
because you can actually like pitch up and down and and control your throttle. Whereas the hang glider, you're pretty much just going. The hang glider, I, I'll, I'll be the first to say those are some those are some boring levels. Yeah, compared to the other sucks. ones, the hang glider yeah. levels are the worst ones. But well, and some of them take like four minutes. Yeah, the later ones especially, like they take longer and longer, and it's like, okay, well, I'm just doing the same thing for longer now. Yeah, um, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I, I, I only, uh, I safe stated when I first was trying out one of like when I didn't understand how the things like stopped. And then, then after that, I just, I just stopped and I just played it like a normal person. And it was, yeah. I, I was, I would, didn't expect myself to do that. Yeah. I, I was fully prepared to like, to like take a save if I needed to, to like not waste time because I'm streaming it. Right. And I don't want people oh, yeah. to, have to watch me do the thing 35 times if it takes that long, which it really didn't. Um, no, it's not, it's not, especially, well, you were going for all goals, right? Where, like, I was doing, like, not quite perfect, but I, gold medal runs on everything, right? Yeah, you're doing gold medal runs, yeah. I got silver, except for the beginner stuff. Hmm. So, like, I'm, you know, I'm putting, I'm putting the work in to, to actually, like, play this game normally, and didn't, re- like, it wasn't really punishing. Like, the levels, even the longer levels are still short enough where, like, you can kind of do them over and over and it doesn't feel like you're wasting a ton of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the game's almost so short if you were to play through everything that yeah, I could see why you would be frustrated. Like this is a game that you could have bought at launch of the 64. And if you started playing it, let's say, I don't know, you took the day off of work or you're a kid and it's summer. I don't know. And then you started playing at nine in the morning you could absolutely be done with the game <laughs> in that single day. Yeah, yeah, you can do everything. You can essentially do all of the missions and everything that's in the game in in a day. Yeah, the game easily. is clearly geared towards um, just score attacks. Yeah, yeah, going back and yeah, one well, the cannibal stages are really fun. The cannibal stages are really fun. Like even though some of them are just straight unfair. Yep, doesn't matter. I don't know why I, I, I got a kick out of the, the cannonball levels. I, oh, no, I wanted, that I, was probably my favorite part of the whole game. Like, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that, like, there are two or three... There are two or three shots in the cannonball stages that are literally blind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where you're just shooting straight up over the mountain. I, I saw you doing that one a bunch. Yeah, you have <laughs> no control. You have no, you have no indication... Of where the target is when you're shooting, you literally have to find it. And that's not great. But even still, like, it's, it sort of reinforces what the whole game is about, which is trial and error. Yep. And, you know, learning the level layouts and just improving your times and doing better and better and better. And I'm not usually into that type of game, but... To a certain extent, like improving my time or improving my score or doing things like a little bit more efficiently or routing the stage better, like those things were genuinely fun for me. Like well, I actually really had a great time. <laughs> and it feels like one of those things that you would, you probably wouldn't go back and play again at this point. Like it's, it was, it was, well, for me, I doubt I'll go and finish the other levels, right? Sure. But I, I'm, I'm going to now have fond memories of... Like, I'll have a fond uh, memory of what the game is. Yeah. I, Tell me you at least did Mechahawk. Me- Wait, what? The 
the giant robot battle? Oh, 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 oh. Yes, yes. Sorry, I could, I don't remember the name of it. Uh, dude, I was, well, yeah, no, when that's, I played it, that's I was... fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, Mechahawk is the giant robot. Yes, battle. yes, yes, yes. Okay. The whole reason we wanted, the whole reason that I, when I saw the trailer, was like, yes, we need to play this because yeah. I don't remember this being in the game. <laughs> Did I ever show you the, um, the opening that I put together for the YouTube series of this? Mm, My YouTube series? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm very proud of it because I basically took that I basically took that smooth jazz from the uh from the Birdman stages. Yeah. By the way, did you hear about what happened with the Birdman stages? No. Um right. So one of the things they did on this port of Pilot Wing 64 for the Switch online service which is what we both played it on yeah. is they improved yeah. the frame rate. So it now runs at a smooth 60 frames per second instead of whatever it ran at on the 64, which I assume was like 24. Sure. Or possibly less than that. Um, so that's great. And honestly, the game looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, I Obviously, it's a 64 game, so it's very polygonal. But like, you know, and, I, the, draw, I mean... and the draw distance is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But um, but other than that, like it looks like a decent looking game for its era. But with the uh, with the frame rate increase, that comes with certain problems, like when certain button inputs are locked to the frame rate. Oh, my God. So the Birdman stage, you have to basically like you have to press the like flap button repeatedly. Yeah to uh to keep your guy afloat which at the game's original lower frame rate was not a huge issue you could just kind of tap it a couple of times and it was really leisurely (laughs) but now now it's torture 60 frames per second it's mash torture (laughs) oh Oh my god we spend the entire the entire map just like mashing the a button to stay afloat So that's basically broken now. But that music is real good, though. Oh, man. Anyway, here's the... the, uh, Just, uh, I put together a little compilation of, like, 45 seconds of stuff that happened during the playthrough. (laughs) To the the smooth Birdman music. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, the getting stuck between the mountain and the in the grass hill. <laughs> oh no, that's good. Yeah, that 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 sums up pilot wings. I think yep. <laughs> that actually sums it up really nicely. Did you like, did you do the 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 Birdman stuff then? I didn't actually, because apparently there's nothing you have to really unlock to do it in those. It's just kind of like free flying around the environment. Yeah, that's what I, okay, because that's what I, so I I was looking up what the, like, if there are any cheats or anything fun, because sometimes, you know, old games have that. Sure, yeah. And it looked like it, you know, it was just kind of unlocking, you could unlock Birdman or getting Birdman by doing the the various medals and things, right? Or hitting some of the statues, I think, in some of the the stages. And then it was like, oh, you get to fly around the environments. That's cool. It literally is just like, it's basically Mario 64 wing cap mode. 
Yeah, okay. Where it's like, there's nothing to do, but you can just kind of fly around this because it's cool. Mm-hmm. I, di- I did see an, another, uh, a nice little Easter egg where if you if you hit Mario on Mount Rushmore, it becomes Wario. Yes, I did that. <laughs> yes, I did that during the playthrough. It actually stays Wario when you uh, when you fly around the environment in other stages as well. Wh- really? Yeah, it actually like because they use that map for a couple of different stages yeah, and yeah. A couple of different levels. Once you yeah. hit it and turn it into Wario, it stays Wario until you like oh, reset the game. That's cool. Yeah, it puts it into memory. Yeah, that's yeah. So it's really like they commit. I love it, that. Literally. <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot of there's like a lot of style and heart put into this game. Like, there's not really that much to it. It's, no, there's not. I it mean, it's it's just falls the... into that like it almost falls into that Wii Sports type of type of thing <laughs> where it's sure. like they're very limited short. It's a very limited short game that gets a lot of its uh, that gets a lot of its longevity out of it being fun to play multiple times. Sure. Yeah. Did, and did, did did you play Pilot Wings on for the Super Nintendo? I did actually. Okay, I, I've I don't think I've ever played the Super Nintendo Pilot Wings. Was there any? Sixty four is significantly better. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, there are some things about SNES Pilot Wings that I like better. Um, one of them being that skydiving in Pilot Wing sixty four sucks. <laughs> It's so boring. Mm-hmm. Like, I named one of the episodes on YouTube, Jumping Out of a Plane is Somehow Boring. <laughs> like, it should not be boring, but it's so boring. It's just like, it, like, it's just match the shape and then land on the target. So one thing that Pilot Wing, six, uh, Pilot Wing SNES does is it actually gives you a target to land on with, like, different score numbers Mm, okay it's essentially the same where you still have a target and you want to land towards the middle of the target but it also has are you familiar with super monkey ball yeah oh yeah you know the you know the flying like mini game stages where you do the banana flight and then there's the targets to land on and some of them are like sort of moving targets that give you a huge number of points but they're like oh yes land on yeah okay yeah pilo wings snes has a bunch of those for like the skydiving stages and the rocket belt stages the jetpack stages so like it makes sense yeah there is actually like there is actually a target that is more than just a bullseye sometimes they're square sometimes they have like moving platforms in water that are very like all or nothing so there's a lot more, like, risk involved with trying to time those up. Yeah, yeah. And that actually makes them a lot more interesting to me. But, like, all of the all of the targets in 64 are just the same bullseye, and there's no actual... There's no actual score associated with them until you, like... This is one of the things that drove me the most crazy about it, is, like, you don't really know what your score is until you finish the stage and the middle like hitting the red middle part of the bullseye isn't necessarily enough if you're not in the middle of the middle of the bullseye (laughs) right like you can land on sort of the outer Uh ring of the red middle part of the bullseye and get like 18 out of 20 points yep yep 
And it's like that was when I when when I realized that I was like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna get golds on whatever stages I play on unless it happens mostly naturally. <laughs> I, I had like the same I had the same feeling, except it was like I'm not gonna perfect everything. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go through this whole thing and then be like, whoops, you're you're two pixels to the right. So that's only nineteen you're, or you're, points. Do the sorry, whole thing f- again. Your photograph wasn't uh, literally in front of that thing's face. Like, oh my straight God. up his nostrils. The Pokemon Snap hang gliding stuff is terrible. Oh. I hate it. <laughs> like, yeah, I will too. say this. Considering you only have, like, three main vehicles to use, obviously, like, you have the skydiving and the jumble hopper and the cannonball stages are all different. But, like, the bulk of the game is hang glider, jetpack, gyrocopter. And as yeah. we discussed before, hang glider and gyrocopter are very mechanically similar. Mm-hmm. Um, not exactly the same, but they have generally the same, like, forward, like, unstoppable forward momentum feel to them. Whereas, yeah, like, yeah. compared to the jetpack, which is more of a free movement. I, yeah, I love the, the the rocket belt. Yeah. The, yeah, that, that was, those, that was fun. And I, I liked the, like, you know, you can go kind of fast, but then you can stop really quickly with the... Uh, the hover the the hover yeah. yeah i will say that considering you've only got three main vehicles to work with the stage variety is actually pretty impressive like you they mm-hmm. you only have yeah. three different vehicles but there's a lot of different things they ask you to do with those vehicles you know the hang glider stages some of them are like get up to a certain height or yeah, that's fly true. through these rings or take pictures of this thing or do several of those things at once. Um, the gyrocopter has like just straight flying through rings, but it also has, you know, break the targets, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the jetpack has like land on the platforms. I, I think they all basically have some variation of fly through rings. But then, like, the jetpack stages also have a Rocket League. <laughs> There's literally Rocket Belt League, where it's like, here's this bouncy ball, and you have to, you have <laughs> yeah. to like, Rocket League nudge it into the goal. Yeah. And I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> this is yeah, literally, they're... like, Rocket League 20 years before Rocket League. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. I, I think that as far as launch titles go... Not not thinking about the the fact that it was a multiplayer console with no launch with you know no multiplayer games. The Pilot Wing sixty four and Mario sixty four are two pretty sweet games to have at the start of a system. Yeah, it's it's weird to think about it today because, and I mean, it's even weird to think about it then. Two games was pretty a, a low number, but uh, as far as um enjoyment, me me playing them now, like if let's just pretend. It's 96 and the 64 just came out. I would be really happy playing Pilot Wing 64 and Mario 64 right now. Yeah. If, if if it was 96 and these are the two games that I had with my brand new system. I would be like, yeah, this is cool. And Pilot Wing 64 is an ideal, again, like Wii Sports, it's an ideal launch game to have because while you're waiting for other games to, to drop, you can yeah, you get play through it that game really quickly, but you can continue edging out content from it because playing it over and over and over and over and trying to hit that perfect score, not really something I'm interested in now that I'm 36 and I'm surrounded by too many games to play. But <laughs> if I'm 13, right? 
Yeah. If I'm like 11, 12, 13 years old and I've got two games for my N64, then yeah, I'm going to play both of those as much as I possibly can. (laughs) And I'm going to find all the weird stuff that you can do in the Birdman suit and like, you know, find the like the stuff that I did with Wave Race. I literally like would just record myself getting in funny crashes in Wave Race because that was just more content for me. <laughs> like if it's yeah, you know, not in the game, you're still gonna play and just try to like find new stuff to do in it. And it's, with it's funny Wings, like the perfection the perfection thing is right there for you. <laughs> and it's it's kind of funny that, you know, it, it, there's Super Mario 64, Pilot Wing 64, then Wave Race 64. All Wave Race 64 is like a month after mm-hmm. uh the 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 system released like those those three games are three pretty freaking rad games to have at at the to just mess around in it's like were there other launch titles or was it just those so the only launch titles in america were super mario 64 and pilot wing 64 japan got a a shogi game um, okay sure as well and then then there is wave race that came out in november and then november in america uh, oh, hold on. Let me. I had the chart up a second ago. There is okay. There is Mortal Kombat, Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey, and Killer Instinct Gold in November. Right. Uh, then December, there's Cruising USA and Shadows of the Empire, which is another one that a lot of people wax poetic about, just because of. I think it was probably just because it was the game that they had to play in a lot of ways. Um, and then in February, because you know the, the that's when Mario Kart 64 and Blast Core and like Turok came out. But Mario, the it's interesting to me that some of the the games that I most fondly remember about the 64, aside from maybe Perfect Dark, and I, I suppose the the Zelda, you know, Majora's Mask, but like Super Mario 64, Wave Race 64, I, I have great memories of Cruising USA and obviously Mario Kart 64, all were within the first, you know, six months of the console being released. I actually have great memories of Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey, of all things. Oh, yeah, hey, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, those, it was, I, I, I played a bunch of, uh, wasn't Wayne Gretzky's hockey, but it was the um, like NHL '94. I want to say on yep. on Genesis. I played that a ton. With That's Matt. the one that everyone played. I played NHL '95, uh-huh. which okay. they're you know annualized sports franchises. They're not that much different. I mean, hey, I I don't think we would have had any clue what the like. It was just the one that his parents bought him. <laughs> yep, totally, absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, like, Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey was, uh, I think it's made by, like, Midway or Williams. Yeah, it was Midway. And uh, it's just, like, it was just going into that extreme, extreme sports, or extreme, like, arcade sports style, like, NBA Jam, NFL Blitz. Oh, that sounds fun, yeah. Yeah, so it's just that, like, I just... I distinctly remember, like, I distinctly remember launching slap shots from the blue line that just blow the goalie back into the goal, and the the goal comes off of its hinges, and the water bottle pops up into the air, and then just, like, lands on it with the, with, like, the net collapsed onto the goal on fire on the goalie. Yeah, no, this, like, that's, that's a, what a, what a great memory you know, and that's some, you could have that four player too. I believe it was the, yeah, okay, it was the first ever four player game for the Nintendo 64. That's wild to think about. Oh, and I'm wrong. It was, it was published by Midway. Its developer was actually Atari Games. Oh, but weird. they're not, they're not on the box or anything like that. At least that's what Wikipedia says. I don't know. 
Yeah, that was in that weird time. Like, I don't know what Atari even is anymore. It's a weird, it, like, it's basically just a name brand that has, like, yeah, I don't. no relation to its former self. Uh, well, so I, maybe it's, okay, so it's it was an arcade game. The Wayne Gretzky's Video Hockey was sure. released in the arcade, and yeah. maybe that's what Atari did, and then that was ported over somehow to the 64 is what it seems like. That makes sense. I mean, oh. that is, like, in the 90s, that is still how a lot of games went. It's, like, arcade. Well, especially a four-player sports yeah. game was not yeah, absolutely. even, like, that's part of what made the Nintendo 64 exciting. It was like, holy crap, four people can play at once at home? What? Right, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, the, the pipeline was make an arcade game, then do console ports. Wait, wait, and which it really is... was until, like, probably the early 2000s, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. and I, every I was game, but for a lot of games. Yeah. Hey, was was there a, even a decent beat-em-up for the 64? Uh, I guess Gauntlet um, Legends kind of is RP, but you know, you had to have the uh, expansion pack. Boy, I don't know. Nothing is nothing's coming to mind. I remember playing a couple, but I remember them being fairly meh, and I can't remember what their names are, so they must have been. If you'd like to send us an email about a great or even kind of good or existent beat 'em up for the or Nintendo one 64, that's horrendous is fine. Yeah, honestly, just any. <laughs> I can't think of one. You can send us an email at theretrobreakdown at gmail.com and chide us for not remembering this great or terrible game. And then maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll play it. Maybe we'll play it. I, I make no promises about this. <laughs> I think that's wise. I, 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 Pardon the engine noise. We are right next to a main street. It's okay. It's actually, it's, it sounds like we're getting some weird, uh, it sounds a little bit like you're doing that with the robot voice, but I don't know if it's on my end or if it's just record, like. Oh, I can't, I can't tell because I'm not monitoring my own voice, but honestly, I've got nothing left to say about pilot wings anyway, so. This is a perfect, <laughs> this is a perfect sign off then. It's, it's, it's excellent. This, yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. Absolutely perfect. This is. Bullseye. This, this is this is Time Wanderer the Robot signing off from Ilsan. I'll see you all next week. Problem solved. <laughs> I'll talk about Infernax later. <laughs> oh, and I started playing Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, okay. That we'll we'll we'll, we'll we're next not week. opening that up. Yeah. Nope. <laughs>